You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Hello, everyone. I'm Ted Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to this special um, soul-winning edition. I believe uh, right now, like never before, it is important to win souls. And I have with me a great man of God. He uh, graduated from the River Bible Institute in Florida, uh, pastors, a good, strong, soul-winning church in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Pastor Tony Carpenter. Welcome today. Sir, such an honor to be with you guys and with Evangelist Ted, and really excited about what we're talking about today, about soul winning, and um, it's going to be a great time. I'm really excited about this time. And you're having great uh, results going out yes, sir. and winning the loss. I think last time I talked to you, you did a meeting where over 700 people were saved in yes, one sir. afternoon. Yes, sir on a, f a field or a parking lot in Baltimore. Yes, yes, Is that sir. right? Yeah, it was actually Freddie Gray uh, in Baltimore in the 2000, I believe, 14. There was a big, massive um, outbreak of uh, a gentleman got killed, and there was riots in the city. I mean, the I city, there were burning down buildings left and right. So I felt the Holy Spirit lead me to go to this neighborhood, and I didn't, I didn't put it all together. The Spirit of God, you know, was totally in front of me on this. And it was actually the seventh year anniversary of the riots in the neighborhood where he was Which killed. Which you at. didn't know, but we I had, had no idea. Yeah, and it, it was, was it was right in that weekend, and over seven hundred people got saved. People were <laughs> getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. People getting healed, and it was just a, it was an awesome time. And uh, the harvest is truly plentiful. There is there's so many people just waiting to hear. Amen. Uh, the harvest and, and and harvesters to go out into the field. So well, we want to help you to become a great soul winner. This first point is very important. I call it what Jesus said and what the devil decided. Mm. And brother, if you would, would you read from Matthew's gospel, what some call the Great Commission, but Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Listen, please, as our brother reads it. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and the earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing Amen. them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Now that's what Jesus said, that we're to go into all the world and we're to preach the gospel to every creature, and to make disciples. That's another part of that. Sure. A lot of people, th sure. they don't pick up on Pastor Tony, sure. but we, we're to disciple the people. You, you don't win souls and then just leave them there. And some mighty evangelistic outreaches, they'll have people respond, mm -hmm. but they don't follow them up. They don't disciple them. They don't get them in the barn. The harvest is plenteous, but Remember, when you bring the harvest in, you have to preserve it. Mm, and I'm not saying a church is a barn, but that's basically the instruction that the Bible gives us. We that's must right. follow souls up. Now, let me read this to you. That's what Jesus said, what the devil decided. I, I read this the other day in Brother Osborne's book. The devil said they must be stopped immediately. Satan roared as he drove his fist into the palm of his hand. Employ every device I've placed at your disposal. And the blazing fury of the Prince of Darkness had been kindled by reports from his emissaries that certain gospel evangelists, mm -hmm. preach the gospel, see, 
Gospel evangelists were holding nation-shaking crusades mm. in some of Satan's greatest strongholds. And that's going on right now in Pakistan. Some of the largest wow. evangelistic crusades right now, mm. as I'm talking to you, are taking place in a formerly stronghold of uh, Muslim stronghold, wow. Pakistan, Lahore, a quarter of a million on the field. Then he displayed his characteristics of fuming, bellowing like a dragon. He contended thunder at the top of his voice. Do you realize what this could mean? Well, when you've done what you can to stop them, he shouted at the rulers of wickedness that were gathered before him. Then we can go on. Satan's most powerful fallen angels, knowing his master's weakness for worship, came slowly, bowed at his feet, said, You all wise majesty, he began deliberately. These are greatly gifted. Talk about the gifts of the Spirit. Sure. These are greatly gifted by tempting them in times of weakness, mm. publishing their foolishness abroad. In other words, he's laying out a plan to come against these gifted evangelists wow. that are shaking nations. He said, we could ruin their reputations destroy their effectiveness. Hmm. Oh, how many evangelists that I Jesus. know of and even God-fearing, believing Christians have fallen into the trap of Satan because they were on fire and going after souls. Hmm. Well, he said, we could keep them at odds, fighting each other in organized churches. Wow. See, division. Wow. Oh, Satan had recovered enough to from his fit of anger to break in on the prince's report. He said, find these evangelists and fill them with pride and self-importance. Mm. Capitalize on their desire to help conserve their converts. Few of them will be happy with the way their meetings are followed up. See, that's what mm. we're talking about. Wow. Use this as a temptation for them to start other denominations and to cause more divisions. Oh, gifted evangelists. Now get this must be kept from preaching to those who are without the gospel. Mm. For centuries, we've been successful in restricting evangelist campaigns to church meetings. See, you got to get outside the four walls of the church. you got to fish where the fish are. Yes, sir. I've always said, why should we spend all kinds of money, flyers and everything, and then do everything within the four walls of a mm. church? Are you listening to me? It'd be like a man buying an Orvis rod, a nice reel, $2,000 rod and reel, and then saying to his wife, I'm going fishing, go in the bathroom, draw the Jeez. tub full of water, kick his feet over, and fish in his own tub. <laughs> this is why church meetings are not the answer to winning the lost. Wow. The church really is to build up the believer, to stir us up, fire them up, but we got to learn how to fish yes, where sir. the fish are. Jesus said, go where? Not into the building. Right. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Let me finish this. Then Satan said, we must stop these men and women. And then he goes on to say in this story that Brother Osborne wrote, he said, no one man or single organization will ever succeed in evangelizing the world. We must keep evangelists and organizations working as separate units in competition rather than in cooperation with each other. This will take us back to where we started and undo these nation-shaking crusades. And then Osborne writes this beautiful. He said, we could not stop 
Jesus coming the first time. But now things are different. His second coming will not take place until the gospel has been preached to every nation for a witness. These are Jesus' own words. Mm. So we must stop the gospel from being preached to the nations. Are you listening? Brother wow. Carpenter, I, I, I'm just telling you, we've got to get rid of pride. Yes, we've got to get rid of division. We've got to understand we must obey Christ's command for him to come back. Mm. And I remember years ago, I was in Dallas, Texas. Brother Osborne was ministering. And he said, Jesus won't come back. God will not send him back until we take the gospel mm. to every nation. And he said, I'm here to challenge you to take the gospel to every nation. Mm. How does that fit in your spirit today? How do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean... <clears throat> I was, I was actually studying behind the same passage and thinking about this, uh, Evangelist Ted, that these were the last words of Jesus, the great commission, the mm. great commandment. And, um, you know, there's priorities. You know, even Jesus said, yes, you should tithe, but not omit weightier matters in the kingdom. And, you know, just like cleaning up my house, if you have company over, your your focal point is your, your living room. That's, that's the main thing where everyone's going to come into. And I believe a lot of times, Evangelist said that some sometimes people can forget about the importance of souls because there's everything you see uh, that we see today is going to fade and it's going to be destroyed by fire and the earth is reserved for that day. The souls are eternal. But, but it's only about souls. And that's where Jesus said, lay up treasure or stockpile your treasure in heaven where moth and rust can't corrupt their things. And we need on-fire churches absolutely to bring 100%. the harvest into. 100%. Pastor's work is important, but we still need, I believe with yes, all sir. my heart, we still need men and women to become evangelists absolutely. for Jesus yes, Christ. Sir. Absolutely. And I think about what Paul told Timothy. He said, do the work of an evangelist. Mm. Thrust out. Don't, don't just build, but actually build them to go and to multiply and... And uh, it's just an amazing thought when you think about that. Because, again, Evangelist Ted, my story, I was a drug addict. I went to church, and I was crying on the inside, but the outside, it looked okay. But I was waiting for someone to come and speak to me. Mm. And I remember one time, um, Evangelist Ted, I was at 7-Eleven. It was like 4.30 in the morning. I worked. I did HVAC. And a woman came up to me, an old dear sister came up to me, and she said, um, uh, she she rolled I rolled down the window. She had a Bible in her hand. She said, "Can I read the Bible to you?" And this was four thirty in the morning. And uh, <laughs> that's I a great woman. Yeah, and I and I remember I just rolled the window. I said, "No, no, no, I don't I don't want anything." And I pulled off, but I, that never forgot. I never forgot the seed of a woman that would go to construction workers at four thirty in the morning getting yeah. coffee, and she would have the boldness to come up to construction workers. And proclaim, even though I reject it, but it's like I want to go find that woman and say, "Please, you didn't mess up. I'm a pastor now. You did the you did the right thing. You sowed the seed, and the Lord, you know, watered it." That's a it. great story. Yes, sir. And well, we're not done. We're going to continue. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this, and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment 
is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.